Hello, and thanks for checking in at Calamo this week. You know, we are at the high point of the Christian year, that is, the season of Easter, and I'm super excited to be able to share my excitement and my passion about this amazing Jesus and this time, the message that we get from Jesus' life. So let's go, let's get into this. We are, my opening question for you is, are you ready for the resurrected life? You're probably gonna say, hmm, that sounds a little odd. Just, just what is the resurrected life? What does that mean? It could be a wide range of ideas, right? But let's start by looking at the teachings of Jesus because Jesus' teachings confuse our human nature, right? You know, this idea of turning the other cheek, no, you wanna duck or hit somebody else first or, his statement of the meek will inherit the earth. Well, we know the powerful inherit the earth, right? You know, in, in Jesus' care and concern and compassion for those that are down and out. Well, all these teachings contradict our human tendencies and what we see happening out in the world. As a matter of fact, Jesus said this, and these are his words as recorded in the Gospel of Matthew chapter 5. And he's talking to his disciples at this point. He's saying, you are the salt of the earth, but if salt has lost its taste, how can its saltiness be restored? It is no longer good for anything, but it's to be thrown out and trampled underfoot. And then he says, you are the light of the world. A city built on a hill cannot be hid. No one after lighting a lamp puts it underneath a bushel basket but they put it on the lampstand and it gives light to all of the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father in heaven. So not only does Jesus call for us to go against our human tendencies, but we are to demonstrate his teaching so that we can influence the world to be a better place. When Jesus went to the cross, you know, our first thoughts were that Jesus had lost, right? I mean, he's the guy hanging up on the cross suffering, right? Satan and the evil forces of the world and, and indeed our own human tendencies had won. But then came the shocking news. Jesus had risen from the dead. And in that resurrected story, that was res that was validated in fact. And so I suggest to you that the, ex the events of Jesus' resurrection validate all of Jesus' teachings. The humble carpenter who had spent his life on earth teaching about God's love and our calling to care for those around us has now, been sh has now shown us that his way of life leads to life eternal. And that brings us up to our opening question today, and that is, what does Jesus' resurrection mean to you? Well, we started out today with the question, are you ready for the resurrected life? And so, just what is the resurrected life? You know, it could be a wide range of ideas, but generally, it's living the life that is available to us when Jesus defeated death and Satan and his evil forces. But what does that mean? That, that, you know, that's not much more understandable, right? So let's start with two areas. Now, one area deals with 
what's inside ourselves. And the other area is what kind of goes outside of ourselves. And the first is we can face life with confidence. And then the second part is being the salt of the earth. So let's break that down a little bit. Because when Jesus rose from the dead, that was a game changer, right? Nobody had ever done that before. And for that matter, nobody's done it since. It completely changes the balance of the power of life. And so let's look at facing life with confidence. Before Jesus came, our lives were subjected to the circumstances of life, right? Wherever the winds of fate blew us, that's where we happened to go, right? Sickness or health, good fortunes or bad, these were all a toss of the dice by fate or nature or whatever. But now, now when Jesus has defeated death and evil forces and is now living, now we have our Lord and Savior and our best friend to be our constant companion, right? We still may experience sickness or health issues. Good fortunes are bad, but now we have a companion, someone who is much, much greater than we are, even bigger than a big brother. And this, this person, this Lord and Savior, this big brother, this best friend is always with us. 24-7, giving us strength and guidance. But not just that. He also gives us the promise of life eternal wrapped up in his arms. Now, I'd like to share that, that I do feel that confidence. I don't understand why Jesus was willing to go to the cross, right? To my human intellect, it just doesn't make sense. But I do believe that Jesus rose from the dead, that he is the master of the universe, and that I may struggle and I may suffer adversities, but Jesus will make it okay in the end. And the second topic I wanted to talk about in terms of our resurrected life is that of being salt of the earth. You know, Jesus talks to us that we should be or we are called to be salt for the earth. You know, salt gives food flavor and good taste, right? It, it changes food from just being plain and ordinary to having character and value. And so earlier in that uh, passage from Matthew, we heard we are to be salt of the earth. And then Jesus also used the analogy of light. We are to be the light of the world. Well, Jesus calls for us to live a resurrection life by living into these words. He wraps up these words with why we are to live this life. Let your light shine before others or be salty seasoning so that the world can see our good works inspired by our resurrected lives and give glory to our Father in heaven. Jesus spoke very plainly about what God wants our priorities to be. And this comes to us from Matthew chapter 22. And this is where one of the Pharisees, one of the religious people asked Jesus, he's testing him, giving him a tricky question. He says, teacher, which commandment in the law is the greatest? Now there's 10 commandments, but in the law there would have been like 600. And so Jesus said to him, 
you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the greatest and first commandment. And the second, he didn't take a breath. He said, and the second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. And then Jesus helped us understand that on these two commandments hang all the law and all the prophets. Loving God, living with confidence in our resurrection lives, and caring for our neighbor by being the salt of the earth, by changing the flavor of our human earthly values to God's values. Values that are as sweet as honey. Values which enable us to enter eternal life with Jesus. Values that we can embrace and we can struggle with, but we struggle with those values with the confidence of our resurrection lives. Now, sometimes that might seem a little redundant, right? But to me, it's huge that not only does God call on us to a higher level, but he gives us the strength and the confidence to face into these values, into that resurrection life. So let's take a quick look at these values. Now, the Apostle Paul was, was an incredible uh, person, and he he was one of the most instrumental people to form followers of Christ. And so in Galatians, Paul describes what our human and earthly values are. This comes to us from Galatians chapter five. When you follow the desires of your sinful nature, the results are very clear. Sexual immorality, impurity, lustful pleasures, idolatry, sorcery, hostility, quarreling, jealousy, outbursts of anger, selfish ambition, dissension, division, envy, drunkenness, wild parties, and other sins like this. Let me tell you again, as I have before, anybody living that sort of life will not inherit the kingdom of God. Well, when we look at what's happening in our world, when we look at countries invading other countries, when we look at people in power doing violence uh, to people that are not in power, and typically that would be some of the, the third world countries we see that happening. Or how about in our own country, the, the gun violence, the, the uh, hatred, the um, uh, uh, <laughs> looking down on people that are not like us, discrimination, that whole thing. Um, we, we see that in our world. We see good in our world. There is good in our world, but we see a lot of these earthly uh, vices, these earthly uh, practices that Paul talks about. We, we see the me first attitude, right? But then Paul goes on to describe the values that Jesus is teaching us. And I'm gonna call those the resurrection values, the resurrection way of life. And this comes to us from also Galatians chapter five, the next three verses. He says, by contrast, the Holy Spirit of God produces this kind of fruit in our lives. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Those who belong to Christ Jesus in a resurrection world 
have nailed their passions and desires of their sinful nature, that side of us that we all wish we didn't have, to his cross and crucified them there. And now, since we are living by the Spirit in a resurrection life, let us follow the Spirit's leading in every part of our life. We can nail our human shortcomings to the cross because Jesus made the cross available for us. Not as a symbol of shame, but rather it's a symbol of God's incredible love for us and his power over death and the forces of evil. Jesus is offering to us a resurrection life, a life with confidence, a life where we can boldly face the challenges of being salt in a dark and troubled world. And you know, there's a song that goes something like, because he lives, I can face tomorrow. Now that's living into the resurrection life. And so here's the refrain from that song. Because he lives, I can face tomorrow. Because he lives, all fear is gone. Because I know that he holds the future and life is worth the living just because he lives and Jesus lives in a resurrection life. Jesus is living his resurrected life as we face tomorrow with confidence and salt. And now for our final discussion question. Are you ready for your resurrection life filled with confidence and salt? The Easter message of Jesus rising from the dead is the foundation of our lives as Christ followers, offering each one of us the resurrection life. For our lives today and for all of eternity, we have the promise and power of the Holy Spirit of God to give us the confidence to face all our daily struggles and to be salt of the earth, transforming the human values of this dark and troubled world to the sweet, sweet fruits of the Holy Spirit of God. And it's all about living into our core values at Calamo of loving God and sharing his love with others. What do you think? I hope and pray that this message will be helpful for you. If you'd like to talk about any of this or any other topic, please reach out. You can share this message with a friend or somebody that maybe is struggling a little bit. I'd love to talk with them. And now for our Easter challenge, spend that five minutes each day and you're gonna have to push the world away because it's gonna crowd in on you. And think about the issues that are weighing you down. And then think about Jesus' offer of the resurrection life. And then ask God to help you to open your heart to receive the joy, confidence, and strength of the resurrection life. And whatever you do, talk with God often and thank him for his love and his blessings. Again, I hope that you found this message to be helpful. If you'd like some more information, please reach out. You can put a comment in the chat box for this post. You can call or text me at 517-588-8415. You can always use the online digital Calmo connection card at calmochurch.org forward slash connect dash with dash Calamo. Let us know what you think. Let us know how we can help you. And now if you would please pray with me. Dear Heavenly Father, we pray that you take my words and transform them so that each one of us hears that message that you have for us, that message of a resurrection life that you offer to us, a resurrection life where we can live into the fruits of your Holy Spirit. We pray this in Jesus' holy name. Amen.
And now, I'm your neighbor Jerry, pastor at Calmo Church. Have a great day, have a great week, and bye for now.